Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome. Welcome to episode 72 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. Wow, that was, that, you know what, guys? We're, we're absolute pros. We didn't coordinate that. We didn't talk about it beforehand. We're just smooth. We just get right into it, right? Smooth like X-Lax. Is X-Lax smooth, though? I don't oh, think it no, is. I mean, like, your like butthole after X-Lax. My, like, my, like my butthole? Well, maybe not your butthole, because you've, had, you've been having poo-poo problems. You've been ha- having unannounced... My butthole's not, not smooth after X-Lax. It's cold, because I'm, like, out in the wilderness, and I have to wipe it with snow. You... It's not ew. It's it's a beautiful moment in nature, not like your dirty self belching in the microphones. Yeah, being being regular is such a blessing that you discount when you're in your you know teens and twenties. <laughs> you start entering the the thirties and the forties, and you're like, oh, it, it for me it literally coincided exactly with the pandemic. So I think there's something that happened with my diet or stress or whatever that set my whole gut. Uh, off kilter, but you know what else got pretty off kilter? Florida woman. Florida yeah, this, this woman's suitcase in Florida. Not the best transition, but I've learned from Mondo that if you call it out and you talk about it, uh-huh. it makes it better. So yep. that's what I just did. What, what, what just happened in Florida? In Florida, video is, there's a video of this as well. So we're not going to watch the video because obviously our, our viewers can't. Just trust us. Can you, can you just play yeah. the video slowly, pausing it and describing every second? Please don't. No. Okay. Uh, a drunken woman in a motorized suitcase. <laughs> Le- <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Now, this is a long one, but I read that first like, two words. I'm like, this yeah. is incredible. Uh, she uh, leads police chase through Orla- through the Orlando airport. Officials say. <laughs> uh, Chelsea Al- Alston, 32, accused of battering police officer. Uh, in Orlando, Florida, an intoxicated passenger who was barred from boarding an airplane at Orlando International Airport rode away from the gate on a motorized suitcase as a police officer on a bicycle followed behind her. Court records and newly released video shows. We're going to have a bike pursuing a suitcase in a minute, an Orlando police officer said as he tried to catch up to the passenger who was driving a scooter-like electric vehicle mounted on her luggage. Have you ever gotten onto an airplane when you were really, really drunk? Uh, I've no, not, not having been hammered, getting on a plane, but I've gotten hammered while on the plane. The drunkest I've ever been prior to getting on a plane and on a plane was junior year of college. Uh Uh, we'd lost in the quarterfinals of the NCAA playoffs. So we were flying back from Maryland and like, I, you know, speaking of tummy trouble, it's almost like we set this up. Our coach thought it would be a good idea to have us eat the continental breakfast in the hotel as the only meal prior to playing an NCAA playoff game, which we had flown across the country to play. Yeah. And I got an upset stomach and diarrhea, and I was super dehydrated during the game. And uh, we, we, we lost. I felt like it was my fault. I was in a really bad mood. And as we're all walking through the terminal to the gate, there's a bar, and I stop, and I'm like, fuck it, I don't care, whatever. I'm 21. There's nothing wrong with this. And I'm like, all right, bar contender, how much for a Jack and Coke? And he's like, you know, whatever, it's an airplane. He's like, $10. $17. Well, no, because here's the thing. Then I, then I look at him. I'm like, wait, how much would it cost just to fill that entire glass up with, with whiskey? And he's like, uh, $20? Really? <laughs> and I was like, like yeah. yes, sir. Let's do this. He hooked you up then. And 
the thing is, we didn't have a lot of time to get on the plane, so I had to drink that whiskey. Oh yeah, incredibly fast. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then when the buzz hits you, when like the, it like fucking hits you hard. I've been to where you like consume a shitload of booze, and then when it hits you, you're like, fuck. And so, like, unfortunately, I didn't have a motorized suitcase because I would have taken off like this woman. I was just lying, like literally lying down in in the line to get on the plane. And and then the only seat left was next to our head coach. Oh, nice. And the whole rest of the team, our athletics trainer and assistant coaches included, kept buying me drinks. What? <laughs> our head coach was oh, so they, so they, yeah. his, they thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. They've never um, seen you hammered before. You, you're exactly. Pretty... Oh, I was, I was... I was into it, but fortunately, a police officer did not come to interrogate me because yeah. the hijinks ensued. So sorry, that was a little detour. Yeah. What ha- what happened with Florida woman? Uh, Chelsea Alston, thirty two, was later accused of battering the police officer and causing more than causing more than a thousand dollars in damage to his patrol car. Court records allege, if convicted, she faces Wait. up to five years in prison for each offense. To his patrol car. Let's let's okay. Let me let me just step back. Let's see the, how this unwinds. They're, they're in an airport. They're, I don't know. They're not really. I don't know if. Well, anyway, because I've seen them like. There, there's more to the story. Keep they're going. like little rascals that are inside the yeah. actual terminals. I don't know if that's what they mean by patrol car. Anyway, Austin is among several dozen passengers of, who have been arrested at Orlando International Airport during the COVID pandemic for unruly or violent behavior. Uh, Alston, who has entered a plea of not guilty, was traveling from Orlando <laughs> to New York in April when a Southwest Airlines gate agent refused to let her board because she appeared to be intoxicated, officials said. I don't want no beef. I'm just trying to go home and enjoy myself, said Austin, <laughs> who claimed to have had two drinks before her flight. Hey, wait a minute. Okay. we have. Did you watch the video? No, I didn't. Okay, I haven't either. What's your guess on this person's ethnicity? This is like... I don't want no beef. This this, this sounds like, like hillbilly white woman. Really? Me. I was thinking it was a black chick. Anyway. Because she's got the motorized suitcase. That seems like white people shit. Yeah, but also, I don't know. I I, I don't know. We can go down. And, <laughs> and you know what, though? Mondo, she may technically only have had two drinks. I only had the one drink before There's getting on the plane. really big drink. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Orlando police officer Andrew Mar- Mamone. Mamone? <laughs> he sounds white, too. Yeah. Uh, informed Alston that her glassy eyes, inability to stand straight, and the odor of alcohol on her were reasons for the airline to suspect she was too intoxicated to fly. Video from the incident shows. It's okay. You just need to go over to the terminal and sober up a little bit, get another flight. She should have been like, officer, I'm not trying to fly the plane. I just want to get on. <laughs> yeah. Um, moments later, as Alston cursed at the officer and waved her middle finger, she rolled away from the gate while sitting on the motorized suitcase. <laughs> Oh, man, that kind of thing goes fast. Um, I just want to find out how she hit the patrol car. Yeah, I want to look at that, too. Let's see. Uh, When Mamon eventually caught up with Alson in the airport's people mover tram, he ordered her to to leave the secured area. Video from the officer's body camera shows. Alson remained in the secure area for nearly 10 minutes, according to the video. I just need you to get on the other side of TSA. Uh, Follow me. We'll roll out together. She spits on the officer. Nice. And, uh, and then hits him in the eye. Stop spitting, said the officer. I only spit one time, she says. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm trying. I'm oh, trying to watch the video. Here we go. It does not. She doesn't. Doesn't appear white. While sitting in the back of the patrol car, Austin ripped apart the vehicle's uh, vehicle's fabric headliner and defecated in the seat, <laughs> causing an estimated twelve hundred dollars in damage. This 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 was a a a uh, young black lady. I told you. I just it just that's just. 
I don't know. It just felt like an African American. How excited you got there felt a little bit racist to me. <laughs> yeah. we, I we told were, you we were playing the we were playing the game as to like what we thought it was. Uh, you know, black. Oh, white. Who, who knows? Uh, but yeah, I you know I've never I've only seen those motorized uh, suitcases like a hand like very very few times. And the fact that she had one, could, do you think that could be considered a DUI? I don't think so. It's, it's, I mean, it is, it's a motorized vehicle, but it's so small. I don't think so. I mean, I'd be pretty... I, I wonder if there's ever been a person that's gotten an actual DUI from, from being on a motorized vehicle. Like, maybe in the street somewhere. I, I've never seen one of these before. This is hilarious. Yeah, I've only seen... Like I said, I've only seen it, like, once or twice before. So, it's such a rare thing. And then, on top of that, this lady's fucking hammered. They need to make a, uh, like, a patch for Super Mario Brothers, where it's just, <laughs> just this lady suitcase? on her little suitcase. do 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 Dude. Oh man. She she doesn't throw uh like shells, she just throws vodka bottles. <laughs> yeah, balls of booze. Well that was it for Florida uh woman, Florida man, Florida person. We gotta be nice. It's they're not always gonna be males. We are gonna go to the world of uh Reddit. Ask Reddit. Question number one. Aaron. Mm-hmm. Let me find the questions first of all. Um what's a fucked up thing that's still legally sold today? Maltitol. I don't know what that is. Explain okay. it to me. So I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down. There was a, I can't remember if we talked about it on here, but there's a, a show on Netflix called American Vandal. And I don't think you have. It's sort of like a mockumentary. Have you not seen it? Oh, you'd love, that show's amazing. It's it's a, like a mockumentary, like sort of where these, these high school kids are, are doing like investigative journalism. And in season two, oh, I can't remember, the, the, the master criminal they're, they're trying to track down caused like a mass diarrhea event oh. in their school by spiking the lem- the pink lemonade with oh. maltitol oh. and it's like they all so I, they call, I think they call him like the turd burglar or something like that it's it, it's hilarious of how serious the, the tone of the show is with the content that they're doing so they're trying to find out this like this like uh you know like poop bandit and who he is but after the i mean there's this this catastrophic scene of the whole school like shitting themselves in the hallway mm. and then i'm trying to find out i'm like okay what the what is this stuff what is maltitol and i look up and i find it is a sugar substitute because it's it's like 70 percent is swedish sugar but it doesn't cause tooth decay blah 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 but it's it's also like got all these insane chemical properties and it fucks with your stomach super bad and I'm like, well, okay, what is what is maltitol in? And I come to find it's in like all kinds of stuff just in the grocery store. Is, it, you- is it supposed to be used as a like a, a diuretic or whatever? A- I don't know what it was designed for, but they figured out, oh, we can use this as a sugar substitute. So things were that that they want to say, oh, this is low sugar, but they still want it to be sweet. Before they, they discovered, it. yeah, they before they discovered stevia, they just stuck a ton of maltitol in it, and. I'm like, oh no! Like, I don't think we should have this chemical compound in tons of our food. Yeah, N- well, no, just, no bueno. Yeah, just just to kind of backing backing up what you're saying. I think it should just in general, sugar should be. <laughs> I know it's legal, and we all love it. We all crave it in candies and all that shit. But there should be, there should they should figure out a way to. I don't know. The government. Now I'm not saying the government has to do it, but the, the, we should figure out no, a like way to the, the fucking FDA, the food. And Drug Administration, the food, yeah, and Drug Administration, like, yeah, they should probably not have our food kill us. 
Yeah, that's not good. I I don't the the thing I think it's fucked up. It's still legally sold today. Is probably just alcohol in general, just booze. Like I, who am I to talk? I love beer. I love wine. I love what you talking about. You trying to take my booze away from me? Whiskey and all that. But it's it's my freedom, Mondo. Don't take my freedom. You consider how much worse your body, like how how much bad it is for your body to take in alcohol versus like you know weed and and like mushrooms and all this other stuff that's kind of more natural, like. Booze fucks your body up, kills people, but get you know get car accidents and DUIs and like weed for sure does more damage than than these other things that are still not legal. I know weed is legal now, but mushrooms aren't, and no one's ever gone on a ramp. Well, you could have a freaking really bad trip, but not to the point where you get behind a car and like you know wreck shit probably. But anyway, that's what. Uh, well, I mean, you know why weed became illegal, right? Yeah, because uh, it was a, what do you call it? It was a, it, uh, hemp was being a, they're trying to replace hemp as a product to make like parts, like to make paper and shit. And they, the people that like lobbied against it, they were, they want to say, no, like hemp was such a bad thing. There was twofold. There was that, that was one. And two, they, they made weed illegal because uh, this, like, it, like it, it was a way to demonize uh both like the African American population and then also hippies and who Mexicans were, too. It was it was because marijuana is like a Mexican word, so it was basically anyone well, of color. Say, say it again, but really, really roll the R. Marijuana uh, was, was nice. it was like a way to like anyone that's of color is bad because they use this they use this plant and they smoke it and they go crazy and they rape people you know and all this. They were like they were trying to like pin all this. Negative bullshit on that, that, on that weed. was our old buddy Dick Nixon. Dick Nixon did that. Yeah, aka Whittier's most famous. <laughs> I thought it was a. I thought it was like a like a like a pub like a publishing company or someone that owned. A... Well, no. So that that was fuck. Now I'm trying to remember. Yeah. That, that, so those were sort of two two separate things. Like yes, they were they were lobbying against using hemp paper because they they owned all, all these textile mills. Mm-hmm. But separately, like Richard Nixon. In his like, hold on, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck this up. But yeah, like I believe it was Richard Nixon who started that whole uh, anti marijuana bent because they just were like, fuck off, like, color, you know, brown people. Did you ever, when you were in either like junior or any time in your education when you were a kid, did you ever get, did you ever get like exposed to watching those videos that like were like, like the propaganda, like yes. anti weed? Like, I've never seen any the, the, of the, the anti health videos. Yeah, yeah, I've never. I can't say I've ever seen. I've seen them being referenced to in my adult like years. Like I've seen people like reference to those videos, but I've never actually like when I was in school, I don't recall ever seeing one of those. Yeah, I was so so fifty years ago today. Well, this this was in June, but but so it's fifty two years at this point. Uh, President Nixon declared the war on drugs. Like Nixon was the fucking one who started that. Yeah, and it was it was to go after hippies and and colored people, people of color. Excuse me. Colored people, yeah, anyone that's not basically anyone that's not white, you know. Oh, and and the 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 dirty hippie white people. Oh yeah. So it wasn't it was just like it's like oh these undesirables, but yeah, undesirables. It's, it's fucked up. Um, Reddit. Let's see what because nothing nothing bad has ever happened when someone's on weed. Continue. Uh, let's see what Reddit has to say about the legally sold fucked up things. User Speedbro writes mobile game ads that show a completely different gameplay than other than the game they're actually advertising. I don't. It's not fuck. It's not like 
fucked up, but it is. I find it because like there's been games that I've played on my phone mm. where they'll show you like if you play a different game and it shows you a preview of the game and it's completely not gameplay of that game. They're just trying to entice you. Like there's things that are like like hey, this game is an RPG and you go and play it. It's like a battle game or you know what I mean where it's not advertised as sold. They're definitely getting away with a little kind of like that. Like come play this game and then you play it. It's completely different anyway. I, I feel like. Mobile games in general are just kind of trash. Like, there's n- no one's ever finished a mobile game. Is like, wow, I'm a better, more thoughtful, and rich <laughs> person because I played Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, user available underscore job twelve eighty eight writes: Those non FDA approved energy pills sold at gas stations and corner store- stores. Tried them once. Should have listened to the crackhead who told me not to buy them. That's funny. You know, have you ever taken a, ga- a gas station dick pill? No, I think some of those need to be regulated because they're they're I hundred percent. Why do you why do you think that, Mondo? So they, <laughs> I was I was uh he's like he's literally squirming to see. No, continue. no, no. I had to adjust my butt. Um, uh huh. I was banging this. I was I was with this chick. This like she was like a old high school fling, mm-hmm. and uh, and we know we go we go our separate ways, and then we re- reconnected like ten years, fifteen years later. And uh, we were we were banging buddies and everything. And I thought one day I was like, I'm gonna spice this shit up. I'm gonna go get me a a gas station dick pill and see what happens. Holy moly, dude! I I would never do those again. It made my it it like made my wiener feel like you know when you throw like a hot dog or or, or like a brat in the microwave for a little too long and it starts like breaking the casing, like <laughs> it starts like cracking and. My dick felt like it was doing that. Like I felt like there was like way too much blood flow in my wiener for that. And anyway, they need to regulate those motherfuckers. Those things are fucking dangerous in the wrong hands. In the in the wrong hands. Yeah. Made it sound like a super villain gets a hold of them. It's like, oh no. Yeah. Imagine giving like a, a villain going around giving everybody ma- massive boners. The cockmaster has gotten a hold of the gas station dick pills. They, He's too powerful. They blow up people's wieners. Like, here, eat this. There goes your dick. That was it for Reddit question. No, you know what? Let me there might, let me see if there's no, another. that was good. That was good. Let's see if there's another interesting answer. I don't think there was. Anyways, yeah, there's a lot of long ones. Fuck that. Uh, Reddit question number two. What is the dumbest thing you've ever done while being high? I don't think I've done that many dumb things when I was high. Uh-huh. Because I just, I just don't have the motivation. Like, I'm just typically kind of out of it. I'm not prone to active you know, uh, things where I'm, I'm going out and doing something stupid. Yeah. But the times when I've been drunk and high <laughs> and remain conscious, they're far and few between. But I, I, I've had uh, some doozies when I was in that state. So uh, I do remember uh, I was over at the townhouse of the like lacrosse players. They had this little townhouse, like, uh, I don't know, like a quarter mile away from campus. Uh-huh. And we were drinking black velvet whiskey, which is like just cheap, cheap Canadian whiskey. And they, they, at that point, they were like, thought it was cool that I was hanging out with them more because I hadn't really at all the first two years. And they were like, yeah, yeah. So every round, like we were literally just passing this bottle of black velvet around. But every round, like they wanted me to start the round. And then only half of them would drink. So I'm just getting loaded on black uh, velvet whiskey. And then I just, I think I literally just took like one big hit. Of uh, you know, I think one of them had a blunt, and 
the conversation turned to like the little campus Olympics we had. Do you remember what that was uh-huh. called? I, I don't remember what it was called, but but yeah, it was like it was like each dorm room was playing against the other dorm rooms. It was like a kind of an Olympics. I forget what the hell it was called. Uh, well, and they they lacrosse players were furious because they had been the off campus team, and they had come in second <laughs> to aspect. Oh, all the international kids. Yeah, it was the foreign exchange student dorm. Yeah. And the reason Aspect had won was because they were like the best organized team. Oh, yeah. Because there, there were like actual athletic events, you know, there, there were races and you played softball and stuff like that. But there's also the, all this random shit like Connect Four yeah. and karaoke. And Aspect was the only dorm that got people to show up to, to every, every single event. Yeah, yeah. event. They, they, they for sure were like on it, like making sure that they, they, perform their best and it's like a like i know it's it sounds kind of fucked up but it's kind of also a cultural thing like no offense but like asian americans tend to like be on top of their shit and that's how organized because you know aspect was primarily a lot of asian americans even though there was like kids from turkey and yeah. france and all no, they, shit. They, they crossed their t's and dot their eyes or they would if they had an american <laughs> alphabet <laughs> but they were at they were at every event and there's like some like like for example, dorms that I was in, like there was some years where I was like, "Oh, we don't want, we don't want to compete in this event." So no one uh, represented our dorm. Whereas the aspect team was at every fucking event. And the lacrosse players felt that this was an injustice that had been inflicted upon them. They should have won because they won like all the the quote unquote real events. Yeah, they won, and they were like, "This this trophy should be ours." And I was, uh, and at this point, you know, I'm like eight rounds of black velvet. And a blunt hit in, and I'm like, "You, you guys want that trophy?" <laughs> I could see Aaron going to steal it. For and they're sure. like, "They're like, yeah." I'm like, "Okay, hold on." And this is the way this has been described to me because I, I, my recollection at this point is a little bit hazy. But they said I, I just walked straight out the front door, left it wide open, and they saw me walk right into the middle of the street, turn on a right angle, and then just sprint away. Whoop. I just hit the microphone and then just sprint away at full speed. And I remember just being like, I'm on a mission. Like, I'm going to get that fucking trophy. And the, the, unfortunately, I didn't work out the fact in my, in my marijuana alcohol brain that they were probably keeping the trophy in their dorm. Uh-huh. I just knew where they had their classes. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> it's, so it's, like, it's like 10 at night. And I'm trying to find a way to break in to, the to, to that building. building. Yeah. And like... I literally hear like the Mission Impossible music, like doon, 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 doon. And then I realize that it's me. Like I'm doing that. I'm do- I'm going <laughs> doon, doon. Like, so, so you can just picture this. Like, I, I think I'm on a top secret mission and then it's just me drunkenly like staggering around the aspect building, trying to find open windows going doon, 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 doon. <laughs> Here's the f- fucked up part. I got in. You got into the building. I forget how. It was through a window. I can't remember if it was a first story window or a second story window. You probably left a lot of windows open. Yeah, they weren't. The, 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 the uh, security was not as tight, and the aspect uh, educational building is used. But I thought there was going to be laser beams and all sorts of stuff. And I get in. I'm just like wandering around looking for the trophy, and I started to get freaked out. And I'm like, okay, I can't find it. I'm just going to take something though, so they know that I actually tried. And they had these big, like, glass frame posters to uh, advertise their, the, like, the aspect program. Uh-huh. And there's this one, big one that, that says, study English classes in England. And it's got, like, Asian people, like, walking through the streets of London. 
And I'm like, fuck it. That's mine. <laughs> so, so I get it. I go, I'll go out the window. And now I'm like running through campus at 11 at night, um, like trying to like sneak through bushes and like hide in, in dark corners. I remember I cut through the art building because I was like, oh, they won't see me through here. And like I'm, I'm still super drunk, pretty high. And I get up to uh, the Harris building, which is at the very top. Like the aspect building is kind of towards the bottom of campus and you have to go up a hill to get to Harris. I'm running, I'm huffing and puffing and I get there. I'm like panicked. I'm like, Oh no, I have to ditch the evidence. So I I knock on Christian Barron's dorm room. He had a single at like probably this is probably 1130 at night I'm like all right Christian you gotta hide this and he's like what I'm like, just hide it I'll explain it later and he's like uh all right that's you know that's a brother maybe maybe he wouldn't have helped me hide a dead body but he sure as hell helped me hide that study English classes in England poster and then I promptly went right into the the Harris bathroom threw up all over the floor pretty good but in my defense as drunk and high as I was I then went and cleaned it up your throw up. I clean, yeah, clean the whole thing up myself, like sniffing. I'm like, okay, it doesn't smell. Passed out, and uh, yeah, I, the next day I, I brought them my my, my trophy. <laughs> Maybe not the trophy they wanted, but the trophy they needed. Yeah, and they they hung it up on uh, on the wall in front of their front door, which turned out to be a bad place because like a week later, some drunk idiot bumped into it and broke the frame. Oh, <sighs> at least they, at least they didn't like uh, pin the crime on the lacrosse players, like. You know, they're looking for the, not that it, not that it was a valuable item or anything. It was probably pretty, that frame might've been like a hundred dollars. Oh, okay. But yeah, I mean that, that was, that was probably one of the dumber. I, I, I did commit theft. Nice. But I think we're past the statute of limitation, so I'm safe. Yeah. Don't, don't at me with your college. The, uh, You're not getting that money. <laughs> the dumbest thing I did while high. Now in college, we were mo- mostly drinkers. Like I didn't smoke pot. Like I, I smoked a little bit here and there, but it was it was not ever a real big thing for me. It was more like we we're getting fucked up all the time. And then and then when I graduated college, it was kind of the same thing as like I'd smoke here and there, but it was more I was more of a drinker. When my brother had taken me to a card game with like some of his bandmates, I think there were his bandmates. I'm pretty sure they were like his bandmates and some other music music musical people. And it was like a home game, poker game. I was like, fucking cool, I'll go clean up. What was your brother's band's name? Oh, that one? I don't know. He was in like two or three different bands. I couldn't tell you what that one's name was. Or any of their names. Well, I remember the very first band he was in was called Forever We Burn. (laughs) Super edgy. (laughs) Okay. And and then the most recent one, they were called Infinite Death. I don't know if they... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's That's all all metal. I'm laughing because that's exactly what I pictured. I was like, it's going to be something like that. Yeah, yeah, like... (laughs) Kill the elves, or part I don't know. Hector and the Deathstrokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I go to this home game with my my brother and a bunch of his like uh, his uh, musical friends, whatever. And they started passing around weed, like while we're, while they were playing. Like, yeah, there was alcohol there, but they were passing around joints. And and when I say they were passing around joints, like I, at one point there was like someone was passing around a bowl. While simultaneously someone was passing around a blunt, and then uh-huh. someone else had like a like a weed joint, so it was like three or four things going on. Like it was like like nonstop, just smoke, 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 smoke. While we were playing the game, now I'm a pretty, I think I'm a pretty fucking good poker game player. Like any home game, poker, whatever, Texas Hold'em, you name it, I'm I'm okay. I'm 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 pretty good. I forget what game we were exactly we were playing, but I, it may have been like Omaha High Low, where you get dealt four four down cards, and then there's like what is it? 
seven on the table and you got to make your best seven card hand or something like or it's four and five i forget but i basically had pocket queens and two other cards and then the flop came up queen queen other shit so i i flopped four queens four of a kind that's like four of a kind of any game is a fucking strong hand so i had four queens i mean it's 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 Outside of a straight flush, that is the best hand you can get. You know, four kings, four aces will beat it. But yeah, straight flush or royal flush are probably the only other hands, are, are the only other hands that could beat it. So mind you, I have like a an unbeatable hand, but I am so fucking baked. I'm betting, people are calling, raising, and we're just, the pot grows up. Like there must have been like 100, 150 bucks in that pot. Like it was a huge pot. And I'm thinking, I, like I, that's my pot. Like I want all this money. But I was so high that someone had like check raised me or something and I folded like just not not thinking of my hand. I just I felt like I got outplayed for some reason. He's, so I folded it. He's, he's representing the royal flush. I got to respect no, it. No, no. And the, so the, and if I remember correctly, there was no royal flush in the board like the, the royal flush or any a straight flush. Nothing was possible. Like. Like, literally, the only thing someone could have had that could have beat me is four kings, four aces. Yeah. But there was no kings or aces on the board. So that was also a hand that could not be beat. Like, I had the nuts. I had the nuts. But I was so fucking baked that I folded the hand. Anyway, they start continue to play. The guy that wins flips over his hand. And he had a decent hand. I mean, let's just say it was a full house. Maybe a full house. I don't know. And I and then they were, they were like, looking at me like, what did you have? And I go, I don't remember. And I flipped over my hand and like dude you had four queens you idiot and i was like oh yeah too high but i was like super big where my mind was somewhere else like it was not in the stratosphere hey mondo what would it be called if you had the best hand possible uh-huh. and instead of taking all the weed you'd taken the gas station dick pills oh what, what would the best hand possibly be called then would it still be the nuts uh, probably i don't know i think i think it'd be something different the dicks could be the boners i don't know but uh yeah that was the dumbest thing i'd ever done while being super high i'm sure there's a ton of other things that i've done while being high like it's funny because i'll read some of these things as like oh yeah i've done that before you know like just silly stoner moves but i can't think of any other good ones but that was probably the biggest one um let's see what reddit says user if my mouse worked user satushi Dash Nakamushi writes, I saw tiny, tiny bugs crawling over a little flower among the grass. I realized that they had never heard music before, poor little guys. So I put my phone next to the flower and gave them the concert of a lifetime. <laughs> that's that's just sweet and endearing, sir. Yeah, good job. Uh, user Gabriel underscore Isimo writes, the bouncer at the entrance of the club put his arms out to indicate that I should... That I should do so for him to pat me down. Oh, I get you. Instead, I thought he wanted a hug, so I hugged him. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. It's, it's actually pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> the last one I'll read. Uh, user BlackCat1206 writes, I convinced myself that I could really walk, and it was just mind over matter. And despite my boyfriend and friends telling me not to, I rose up from my wheelchair, promptly <laughs> fell under the pub table, I was covered in bruises. I had a sore bum for days. My boyfriend and his best mate had to retrieve me from under the table. And then nice. there's there's like one more user who's like, well, the officer said that I was too intoxicated to get on the airplane. Yeah. So I got on my suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> that was it for Reddit. And now Aaron's going to review the show Reacher. There you go. 
on Amazon Prime. I thought you were gonna. We, we know we have to come up with a new name because we've been calling it new on Netflix, and it's getting kind of confusing that like none of the shows we've been talking about are actually on Netflix. Yeah. So we'll we'll workshop that. Yeah. But today we're reviewing the series Reacher on Amazon Prime. Uh, Reacher is based on the books by Lee Child about an ex-military policeman slash uh, what did I call it? An ex-military policeman slash snow yeti named Jack Reacher. Like he's big. That's what I was trying to say. Basically, Child was like. What if you took Sherlock Holmes, but like made him really, really big? And that's how he ended up with the no nonsense, man of few words, Jack Reacher. Mm. So it is kind of hilarious how the character has been adapted to screen so far. The first Reacher ap- uh, adaptation was in 2012 in the movie Jack Reacher, starring Tom Cruise. I have to imagine the casting director was like, uh, Tom, you, you want to play Jack Reacher? Yeah. You want to play. Six foot five hulking Jack Reacher, whose massive size is a central character trait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Tom Cruise just got a hard on for the character, and he's like, I can do this. I, and uh, from what I gather, it was actually not a terrible movie, but not a very faithful portrayal of the character. So when they started casting for Amazon Prime, Reacher. Uh, casting directors were like, okay, we're going to find a goddamn Chris Hemsworth clone if it's the last thing we do. And they got pretty close with Alan Richson. But the craziest part is it turns out a faithful portrayal of Jack Reacher is even more hilarious than Tom Cruise's version. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The series starts as Jack Reacher hops off a bus in the fictional small town of Margrave, Georgia. He heads to a diner where he silently flexes on some dude who's being mean to his girlfriend, so the audience immediately understands his alpha male status. And then, just before he can eat some of the diner's world-famous peach pie, he's arrested for a murder he didn't commit. Oh, no. I know. It's, <laughs> it really kicks into, into high gear. But for me, this is where the show became just amazing comedy, unintentional comedy. Uh, because Reacher takes the phrase, you have the right to remain silent, super literally, and just stares stone-faced at the lead detective for most of the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm watching this in awe, like, oh my God, is this going to be the rest of the show? Just eight more episodes of them interrogating Reacher and him just staring back blankly. Um, spoiler alert, he does eventually speak in order to point out how the lead de- detective is misinterpreting the case. And at the end of the episode where Detective Oscar Finley, played by Malcolm Goodwin, compares Reacher to Frankenstein, Reacher responds, Frankenstein is the doctor. They went after Frankenstein's monsters. Details matter. It was at that moment I was like, oh my God, it all makes sense. Reacher is autistic. (laughs) (laughs) And after that, the entire show became so much funnier to me. Um, Not not that having an autistic superhero would be funny. Uh, We've already seen that with Batman. (laughs) I'm Batman. Yeah, we we know you are, buddy. We know. (laughs) Dude, the new Batman looks good. I'm actually looking forward to that, but... Uh, we're talking about this crime-solving yeah, yeah. vigilante. Uh-huh. But but it's more that I actually don't think Lee Child intended for Reacher to be on the spectrum. Certain lines like, you're looking for a dance partner, Reacher said flatly, probably looks stoic and tough on the page. But it hits different when you hear Richson deliver it in monotone. So like this is an actual line for the show, and he just says it just super, super straight face. He goes, you're looking for a dance partner? Because the last person who eyeballed me like that was a woman down in Panama when I was stationed at Fort Sherman, and she wanted to dance the tamborita with me. Do you want to dance the tamborita with me? Nice. <laughs> it was like, 
<laughs> and the way he says it, I'm like, I, I think he literally wants to know if the person is trying to dance the tamborito with him. Uh, despite the unintentional comedy, there is a solid plot as Reacher and two honest cops on a dirty squad unravel, uh, unravel a massive conspiracy happening in Margrave. The action sequences are also really excellent, especially for a TV series. Uh, despite only being 6'2", even though the show constantly references him being 6'5", <laughs> Richardson, it's crazy. It's like every extra's dialogue is like, oh my God, there's some six-foot guy walking around town. Wow, Reacher, you look like you're 6'5". It's like, okay, yeah. we get it. He's not Tom Cruise. We understand show. But Richardson is able to bring a physically intimidating presence to the character. Uh, the acting in the show is also solid, if not amazing. Willa Fitzgerald stood out in particular as Roscoe Conklin, a no-nonsense, I can take care of myself, you big idiot, police officer on the corrupt Margrave PD. I also enjoyed some of the intentional comedy in the show. Like, there is a long-running bit where Reacher becomes suspicious of how much cow feed is being delivered to Margrave's wealthy benefactor, and he just can't get off of it. It's like, Reacher, stop talking about the cow feed, it's too much. Interesting, because there was also too much cow feed <laughs> like, like, like there's like one sequence where like he just can't get off the cow feed yeah. and 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 i was like i'm like yep yep no asperger's confirmed and there's a similar bit where reacher continually tries to eat some of the famous peach pie before being interrupted so what sinister plot lurks be- uh, below the surface of margrave does reacher actually have asperger's and most importantly does he ever get a slice of peach pie You'll have to watch Reacher on Amazon Prime to find out, and I recommend you do. It's definitely a one-night, sh- uh, one-note show that can feel clunky at times, but it's a lot of fun if you just go with it. I give it an alpha male, seven out of ten stars. Wow, I didn't watch it. I, I didn't. I forgot that we were gonna. That's fine. Do Reacher, but the so Aaron had told me that the guy, the principal character, the actor Alan Richson, Rich Rickson. It, it's just like Rich. Sure. Son. Rich son. That that guy is also in Blue Mountain State, and I'd never seen that, so mm-hmm. I started watching Blue Mountain State, and I re- and I recognized the actor after seeing like the first couple episodes. Um, I'd seen that actor in the movie, The Wedding Ringer, I think, with Josh Gad and Kevin Hart, and he plays like this come like just just big brawny, but like absent, like absent, like just has zero brain cells, you know, can't even rub two brain cells together. But so. To, to, to have that actor go into a serious role in Reacher, I'm like, I don't know. Can he pull it off? And then, then you mentioned that he does kind of have Asperger's or like Asperger-esque. Well, well it's interesting, too, because I, I haven't seen The Wedding Ringer, but uh, Blue Mountain State, like his character is very dumb, but very, very over the top. Super emotive. Gets like really excited about, in one episode, about a, a, a pocket pussy yeah. that, his, <laughs> that his dad got, got, I think he brought from... Uh, Serbia, or, yeah. Serbia for him. And he's like, when, when I stick my dick in that piece of plastic, I think about my dad. <laughs> like, oh my god! So it's like a very goofy, silly, uh, sexually deviant character. But I, I think he gave exactly what the director was asking of this, like very stoic, like uh, serious reacher. Which, when he delivered some of the lines of dialogue like that, it just to me was hilarious. Got it. Got it. Cool. I'll have to check it out. Um, did you have any other questions about the show or the plot or anything like that? So is there a principal villain? Is there a principal antagonist in the show at all? Or is it just kind of not – like is it a bunch of mini, mini uh, – so, so how do I – how do I – I'm trying to think how not to spoil – because this, this is a very like plot-centric show. 
where they're trying to unravel this this mystery. So so there there is this like really like wealthy benefactor who has set up shop in Margrave, and it kind of seems like he could be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and he you know he, but he's doing like the you know. Uh, holier than thou like i'm just a you know fine gentleman helping this town out you know you're and but you 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 understand like oh maybe something's going on yeah. behind the scenes we don't like this guy a little bit of a red herring maybe Ooh, we don't know that Ooh. i didn't say that maybe he is maybe he isn't no spoilers and uh but then, then there's also some i think they were venezuelan like like uh hitmen just wandering through this small town in georgia that become a problem oh. where you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> but they do. They do explain it eventually. They get around to that. But so so uh, yeah. There, there's there's this like hit squad making its way through this small town in Georgia, and, uh, and I'm trying to think of of who would be an equivalent in another show to the, like the rich like guy who's set up his company there. I can't think of anything. But yeah. So there's there's definitely villains. Is uh. Is there a love interest? Is there a female love interest? There's always a love, almost always a love interest. Yeah, that would be that would be uh, Officer Roscoe. What the fuck was her name? It was like Ro- Roscoe something or other, and uh, she, you know, she 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 did a, a capable job. Is she hot? She's got to be hot. Uh, oh no, <laughs> Roscoe Conklin. That's what it was. I have to look at. I thought that was a funny name. No, she's not. Don't, don't get me wrong. She's not like uh, unattractive at all. I, I I would have expected them to cast just like an insanely hot yeah uh, woman, dude. I I I just cracked myself up. I was trying to look up a picture of her. Uh-huh. I remember her 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 name was was I thought it was Ella, and then I I searched Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> that's not her. <laughs> so it was it was it was Willa Fitzgerald. Oh, okay, Willa. Fitzgerald. I was pretty close, Willa Ella, but. No, like I, I don't. I don't think she's probably mostly going out for like the oh, we need a, a super hot yeah. actress person. But no, she's she's attractive. Like I, I would be ecstatic if I went out on a date with someone who looked as good as her. Uh, is this series, is this series uh, like a one and done, or do they leave it open, like kind of open ended, where there's a potential for season two or a couple seasons after that? I would be almost certain they do a second season. Got it. Because um, it, it, the, the he's. Written like eight million books yeah. on Jack Reacher, and so there's plenty of ammunition to. Yeah, and I, and I think it's going to do well enough where um, where they're gonna they're gonna want to make a, a second one. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's already confirmed. I'm not sure, so, uh, sure, but it is funny. I'm looking at like photos of Willa Fitzgerald. I'm like, damn, actually, she's really attractive. And this is what I think it was. I think the problem was she had to play opposite Alan Richson. <laughs> He's he's just like way hotter than she is. Um, oh, got it. I, I mean, you know, for for I'm, I'm trying to think. There there was there was a, a joke in like a roast where where someone's like, man, I always get cast as the same sort of person. Like this, you know, if it was Richardson, he's like, yeah, I'm like cast as like the really hot supervillain, or I'm cast as like the really hot football player, or I'm cast as like the really hot ex military policeman. You know, they they just they just can't find different yeah. sorts of roles for me because because yeah. Uh, Alan Richardson, good-looking man. Yeah, he's a good-looking cat. Good-looking cat for sure. And he he puts on, I think he said he put on 30 pounds of muscle for this role. Wow. He was already pretty big in Blue Mountain State, but that Blue Mountain State was like in 2010 to 2013. Yeah, he was just a kid back then. He actually probably was the college age at that point. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, like, if I do decide to watch it, it's going to be hard to detach myself from the Thad character and, like, seeing him and, like, because... Because again, and because because the, the Thad character is also supposed to be, you know, the big strapping jock team mm-hmm. captain, 
but because he's so over the top with his silliness and stupid shit that it's like it's like it's it's for it's like accidental humor, but it's not it's like it's not I, accidental. It's it's supposed to be that way. I would guess it will be easier to detach from Thad than you think. A because Richardson is just older, like a lot older, obviously, and. He, he's more muscular, so he looks different, and then the character is so different. Yeah. So it, it to me, I wasn't sitting there thinking like, "Oh my god, it's Dad Castle." It's uh-huh. like, uh, I was more like cracking up a bit at him taking everything super literally and like not understanding social interactions even a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't in the mood to watch like an action thing, but uh, I'm gonna have to give it a give it a try. You gave it a good good enough rating. A seven's not not bad. No, not at all. Like. I, I think I think the the plot's a little little janky, but it's it's definitely good enough uh, to to kind of carry things forward. The action sequences were really good. Like that's one thing that they really wanted to do. They wanted to make him feel like just this brutal force. Where most of the fight scenes aren't particularly long, yeah, because he's just fucking people up. And and something about that was satisfying. So. Yeah, no, no, no worries. It was just like last night. I was like, "Oh, should I text Romando and try to figure out what show to to do?" And then I was like, "Fuck it!" Like this is the one I watched, and I kind of had an, an idea of the review in my head. So I'm like, oh, "I'll just write it. it. Doesn't matter if you've seen it." Yeah, I finished watching the rest of Vox Machina. The last three episodes dropped a couple of days ago. Oh, did I haven't seen them yet? Yeah, so now there's all twelve are out there. The entire first season. Did it bring it to a satisfying conclusion? Uh, satisfying for the the plot that they were trying to execute was executed. Um, and, but there's going to be a season two and who knows how many other seasons are. like they, they for sure. It's like, Oh, there's going to be a second. Like they got to get more of that Kickstarter money. You got to get more Kickstarter money. Or if it does, if it does well, I mean, who knows if like a, if it gets picked up and the actual production companies decide to pay for it, you know, a second or third season, who knows? I've got nothing else to add for the, to this episode. Do you Aaron? Nah, nah, we uh, thank you guys for watching us on YouTube's and the Twitches. Yeah, you know what? I do have one thing. Kids, oh. kids at home listening, don't drink black velvet whiskey and smoke weed. This is my public service announcement. You can do one or the other. What was the? But don't do both at the same time, kids. What was the one thing? It was, and I learned this in college. It was beer before liquor. You'll never be sicker. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. Which just isn't true at all. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it is. It's really not. I believe it. Like, and if you mix it, if you mix the two, like, if you go from one to the other, then you're going to get sick also. Like, it's going to give your, your... Yeah, if you drink a bunch of liquor and then a bunch of beer, you're still going to get fucked up and sick. I don't know. Because yeah. I, I tend to... Like, if I'm already fucked up on alcohol, like, hard alcohol, I tend to, like, not chug the beers. Like, I, like I tend to sip and coast with the beers. So that it's, I'm less likely to get sick if I do liquor before beer. I'm more likely to get sick if I start doing beer and then start doing shots of whatever in between. Like that'll fuck me up. Kids at home also don't take medical advice just because the saying rhymes. Yeah. That's that's the other, those are the two tips that I'm going to leave you with. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching us on Twitch and YouTube. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.